0: back with another episode of Bend, Break, Burn, and Blow, Josiah Dyer, Aaron Gaia and we are jumping into how to read scripture or how to listen to scripture or how uh, a Christian ought to function with the, with the Bible. Um, and obviously, before I get into that, uh, this is a perfect way for you men out there that are listening, if you're fathers, if you're husbands, Right. And we're just assuming that most of y'all are um, that God is going to bend you and break you and burn you and blow you into the Christian man that you um, ought to be. And yeah, so I, just start off. Somebody's never read the Bible before. What would you tell? How, how would you like? Okay, I would say what, you need
1: what, to start what, reading the Bible. Do you do. You just, this, <laughs> facts. Post haste
0: Facts. <laughs> Like, wait, what? You're a Christian for how long? You haven't read the Bible.
1: Are you really? But are
0: you? Are you a Christian?
1: Um, (laughs) Yes, you are. Now read the Bible. (laughs) Um, Well, we and we've talked about it before. I'm I'm a big fan of. uh, We're gonna you're gonna talk about the reading plans. Yeah, Um, but I'm a big fan of reading the Old Testament and the New Testament at the same time. Yeah, don't the keep yourself away from focusing on one or prioritizing one over the other. That's a good way to um, have a good view of covenant continuity um, across the Testaments. Um, and I would say get uh, it. I, I really like um, I'm, I'm a fan of, I don't like study Bibles because I like to have majority text on the page. Mm. but getting a good um, chain reference Bible might be good. If you're, if you're not a tech guy, if you like to have the hard copy of the Bible in your hands, yeah. a chain reference Bible, that's going to have all of the references. Wait,
0: so you're saying you can have a Bible here.
1: No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I would, I would plug a uh, log off software, but they may or may not be gay. So. We're not going to plug them specifically. But there are many software uh companies out there that uh provide really, really good resources yeah. in terms of doing word studies and uh reference studies, topical studies, all that kind of stuff. But if you're a non-tech guy, you want to just get a Bible in your hands, start reading it, Old Testament, New Testament, same time, chain reference Bible.
0: Maybe throw a psalm in there.
1: Sing Psalms.
0: Sing psalms, Sing the read psalms. your Bible. Well, yeah, that goes back to our worship. Right? That's right. We, we we kick that dead horse.
1: If you're not worshiping, you fail. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, and and so you know, obviously, this should be daily, right? Just like worship, we talked about that during worship. This should be daily.
1: Four chapter minimum.
0: Um. Well, and so that was uh, that. That was something that I'm going to say. The two two. I'm going to give two different uh ways to approach it and they're going to have justifications but they're going to be completely different. The the first way if you've never read the bible is to read the whole thing yesterday. Like and I know that sounds like a lot but really if you have a, an audio bible and you have windshield time or you're doing mundane activities or whatever Pop up the, you know, pop those earbuds in, pop those things in, and just press play, and just let it go. Yeah, just listen to the whole dang story. You're gonna get a lot out of that. Um, and I, I know there's a lot of people that have suggested this, but I think James Jordan has a really good um, reason. It's like, no, when you connect it all together, you can see that there is a through line. There is a storyline that's following from book to book that you, that it's harder to get when you're just reading a chapter at a time or just one, one chapter. (laughs) So there's no justification for that. Just read the whole dang thing or listen to the whole dang thing as soon as you possibly can. Um, but now I'm going to go the exact opposite. Starting small does tend to generate a habit and habits tend to grow, right? So same thing with fitness. This is this, this is often the thing that I tell, uh, you know, fitness clients, when I was in the fitness industry for 20 years, it was start small, stay consistent. That consistency will build over time and you will become in far, you'll be in far better shape than the person that tries to do everything yesterday. Right. And I know I just said, do everything yesterday. Um, and both, but, but, it, but if you can do it, right. Do it. Um, there are, there are plans that are in 90 days. There's plans that are in 30 days. I mean, it's a Big huge chunk of of Bible reading, um, but I, it is possible, and I I know plenty of guys um, that have done it. Um, at the same time, commit to ten minutes a day, and I guarantee that 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 ten minutes a day you're going to read far more than you think you will in ten minutes, um, probably, um, and it's going to give you time to think about what you've read, and 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 then it will it will give you a ton of things to think about a ton of things to have to go study a ton of things to have to ask, you know, people that are smarter than you mentors, right. That we talked about before um, or pastors or, or um, teachers, right. You can ask them these questions now because, Hey, I I sat with this 10 minutes and I can't figure it out. Why, why does it say this? And and I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, And so, and that, and that, 10 minutes will typically grow as well. 10 minutes will typically grow into 20 and 30, just like working out or that's right, loving your wife or, you know, if you
1: don't like. think that you have mm-hmm. the time, go in your phone, go to the settings, go to the app usage <laughs> and look at the time that you spend daily. And
0: feel every ounce of that shame
1: and feel that shame <laughs> and internalize that. <laughs> Let it swallow you. And then break free and confess and repent, confess, repent, (laughs) go to your wife, tell her you're sorry, go to your kids, tell them dad spends too much time on his phone. Yeah. And then replace one of those apps Get it off your phone and put the Bible app where that where, where that app yeah. was and your finger will click on the Bible and you won't even realize that you did it.
0: Yeah. I'm, until you're listening, until you're 2 minutes into listening. Until you re- you've
1: you've read 3 verses and you forgot you weren't on Facebook. <laughs> That's right. But seriously, yeah. Do that. If no. you think you don't have time, go to the apps, yeah. look at your usage Absolutely. and then justify to yourself why you don't have time to read 10 minutes yeah. of scripture.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, if that's not enough, Shane, uh record what you do every single hour of every single day for two weeks straight and see how repetitively retarded you are uh, about doing the same things that you don't need to do that are not helpful for you, your wife, your family, your church, right. your community, your work. Um, yeah. And, and for sure. Uh, so those are, I, I think, two kind of well, those are what three, three or four approaches to, you know, if you're just getting into this, what about the person that's like, yeah, I've, I've read through the Bible, um, but you were saying, you know, some stuff in the why and you were saying some stuff in the what and I'm I'm not quite getting this uh, covenantal aspect of what, what would be something that you would, how would you present reading through God's word um, to that person that's like looking to get. A little bit more out of it. I mean, are, are you thinking word study or particular, or or would that be separate? Like, would study be separate of reading consistently?
1: Well, so I would say <clears throat> the study would be integrated once you've started reading consistently, okay. and study only happen. I would not suggest trying to study the Bible if you've never read it all the way through. Yeah, if you if you haven't read all the way through the Bible, don't sit down and try and try and study it. Yeah, read it. Get get a handle on um, the basic concepts. You need to know the whole story start to finish and then go back and start really trying to dig in that enter in the, the discussion about commentaries and um, finding people mentors to listen to even internet mentors. Like I was, I was just uh, having a conversation with my dad on the way over here. We live in the internet age. Everybody knows you can go on YouTube and you can learn to do whatever you want to do. You can learn to build a SpaceX rocket on YouTube if you wanted to. You can learn to read the Bible um on, on the internet through good resources. Good resources. Good resources. <laughs> That are online. Yeah. So define good resources. Then. So, so yeah. we're, What would be a
0: bad resource? What would be a good? Resource? A
1: bad resource is Benny Hinn. Yeah. Don't watch Benny Hinn videos on YouTube and try and exegete scripture from it. Um, there's a, and there's a huge discussion on qualified teachers, unqualified teachers, this and that. It's not hard. You go into Google and you 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 could probably search for. You know, um, best, uh, best, and it really kind of depends. If you're a Baptist, hit hit best Reformed Baptist teachers. Yeah. In America, right? Yeah. If you're a Presbyterian, just start watching some R.C. Sproul stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, it's not hard to find. If you're Anglican, why don't you just try and be Presbyterian? <laughs> but <laughs> um, I mean, it's not hard it's yeah. not hard to find good good quality <laughs> teaching it's right there it's accessible you've got ministries like Ligonier,
0: yeah.
1: Um, that have just a plethora of courses and study material yeah. and everything that you need if you're um, one of the cool kids and and you're into the Moscow mood you can you can get on and and you are going to talk about this Canon Canon Plus yeah. app, and you could find a plethora of information. Oh,
0: I will just be in the show notes. It, yeah. Everything's Theopolis. Be, Theopolis uh, the Ligandier will be down there. I mean,
1: there's so much. There's really no excuse.
0: Iron God. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks so much for checking out Bend, Break, Burn, and Blow with Josiah Dyer and me, Aaron Guyette. If you like the show, give us a review, share it with your friends, give us some feedback. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, I do let's talk about... Why would why would somebody want to abstain if if the how of okay, so you've read the whole Bible, cool, you're you want to get in and start studying, you want to, you want to try to see some of these uh things that we were talking about, you want to do better exegesis, right? Not eisegesis. So not reading into the text, but what is what does the text say for from that author for those people? What was God revealing at that particular time in that particular occasion and then how can we also then use other scripture to then bolster or or buttress that um so then uh going into so liberal literary criticism is is something that you're going to want to abstain from and and so then but why why you know is it oh is it just because i said the liberal word or
1: No, it's it's because um, liberal criticism seeks to treat the ecclesiastical text like any other book that we have um, able to be scrutinized and criticized for content um, and not just maybe historical or uh, accuracies or or um, textual variants, this and that ascribable errors. But it actually seeks to change what the content of the scripture um, can possibly mean, and that's where you'll you'll end up with, you know,
0: David being gay for uh, for Johnson. Jonathan Jonathan. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Then, that would be
0: a good example.
1: That's right. I've and then, read that. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, that was like the hot thing yeah. last end of last year. Yeah. You know, and then you find yourself wearing a dress at the Dove Awards. <laughs> you know, it's a slippery slope, guys.
0: <laughs> it's a slippery slope. You want to wear dresses, liberal, literary context.
1: That's right. And so we're going to be recommending um, non-liberal, orthodox, not Eastern Orthodox, but orthodox um, Protestant ministries who are exegeting the word, who have a, a inerrant stance on scripture.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, when you said ecclesiastical, what did you mean by ecclesiastical? I know we're going backwards and maybe somebody missed that Um, or they heard it and they're like, I don't know what that means or they knew what it meant. And that's great. But what do you mean by ecclesiastical text?
1: Um, The Mm -hmm. sacred text. Right. That's what I meant. The the text that is um, considered scripture and the word of God meant to edify the body of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so we're we're going to be taking the position that that body of work is different than any other um, literary body of work in history. It's 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 special revelation.
0: I mean, it's, it's a special revealing of God.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say though, but, but that it is. Um, I'm not I'm trying not to go overboard. Um that it is a printed version of um the best that human minds could possibly understand the very character and nature of the creator of yeah. the universe. This isn't like a record of uh, this isn't just a record of the 12 sons of Jacob.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, the, it's the truth. It's not all of God's truth because we couldn't even fathom that. Yeah, that's what. Like, the, what did
1: Jordan Peterson say? But uh, you know, don't go to Jordan Peterson for exegesis. <laughs>
0: well, he's psychologizing the text. No, but he did. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: That, that's don't, why you wouldn't go there because he's psychologizing it very much right. like a li- liberal literary scholar would.
1: His presuppositions
0: uh, turn it into just a historical text and pull all sorts of that's right weird things. And he
1: did there. say uh, he said on on Rogan that uh the Bible isn't just truth it's the precondition that makes truth possible that's right
0: um well and God is the precondition to that precondition
1: well no but that's what I I mean I think that's what he's saying yeah and that's what I'm saying
0: yeah no exactly right? that it is
1: God yeah okay and yeah. so um it's different and so that's what I mean by the ecclesia the ecclesiastical text is that approaching this book like it's not a it's not a book Yeah, this body of work is the body of the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Right, he was the Word made flesh. He was this; these words made flesh. These words reveal that flesh.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the in a way in which human interaction can understand. Yeah,
1: and I'm not saying I'm not saying fully or completely. I'm saying I'm saying this is what was given to us to understand.
0: Yeah. How can how can you can't wrap your arms around things that are infinite? So it's I mean that's a it's a logical impossible it's an impossibility
1: stop thinking so, that, yeah so
0: uh and <laughs> we're we're we where are we We ought to get back to <laughs> right so how um but th- so that's why okay don't don't go these routes right don't psychologize the text don't go into these literary literary like because because you can get sucked into them like i in my in my master's uh degree or whatever i i got sucked into that and then i was like it it just made me question everything really right right? um and so but then getting back to no this is this is god's word this is the truth right um as we can understand it this is how we can have a plumb line that creates truth and not truth um so then so then
1: i would say also um we're talking about presuppositions. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to touch real quick. Also, remember that we're you're bringing your own presuppositions, that the men that you are listening to their exegesis, right, and you're listening to their commentary, they're bringing their own presuppositions. Mm-hmm. It would behoove you not to find a ministry that you like online and only listen to everything that they have to say. Yeah. Listen to everything that they have to say. Sure. Understand that they're bringing their own presuppositions to the text. Listen to another ministry. Yeah. Listen to everything that they have to say. Understand that they're bringing their own presuppositions. That's being a Berean. Yeah. Right. Um getting getting a, a wide view of what does orthodox christianity yeah say about things will also help you narrow down as you read scripture what what it, are the key doctrines of christianity what are what are the first um priority doctrines of christianity and what's a secondary issue what's a tertiary issue yeah um and what defines what defines what what you absolutely need to believe about god yeah be- we, and, and I would
0: say yeah. to go along with that if you're reading other people you ought to be reading church fathers you ought to be yes. reading early church uh writers because this is this seems to be maybe one of the bigger problems that I've witnessed um with intelligent people in in the church intelligent Christians that are well read is they as we tend to think that in this side of the the numbers in history we somehow are smarter better we've got this like and i hate to use the the term but it is true this evolved psyche or something mm. and oftentimes it that's it's further from that <laughs> mo- more times than not it's the opposite we we tend to be dumber right uh, especially in our application and especially in our understanding um and but you wouldn't know that unless you go back and read right? Like you were saying before, and I can't remember if it was on the last one or the one before, you know, the why or the what of scripture, but it was, you know, read Eusebius and and read um, Polycarp and Athanasius. read Augustine and read Athanasius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, heavy hitters, incredibly intelligent. Most of, a lot of their writings, like I'm still reading for months now, The City of God by yeah. Augustine. Um, but a lot of times it's like, man i didn't even understand that and it wasn't because he wrote poorly it's because i think poorly mm. right uh-huh. it's because i'm impoverished in my thought life in my in my thinking and if i could enrich my thinking then i could probably understand better what he's saying and so all the more reason to also don't just get stuck in today's recordings but you can you can go in i mean there's tons of other writings when when we're trying to exegete and understand and study God's word there is extra biblical text that will help expand and expound on what's being said right. in in scripture so yeah
1: yeah because 100% of the time when you're reading um when you're reading a writing from antiquity and you don't understand it it's not because they were dumb <laughs> that's
0: right 100% of the time yeah yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think I think that kind of hits, that pings. Right. If you're if you're just getting started, you got to right. read. It needs to be daily as well. It has to be daily. Um. And I know I said that before, but you I should want it to reiterate. Be that. daily. Yeah.
1: It like it has to be daily. Well, if it's the truth, right? Well, why
0: would I want to not have that be a part of my life daily? Right. I, I feel like I would be putting myself. You know, if God if God is for us, who can be against us? But if I'm not in that realm at all, well, I'm I'm just kind of off in la la land, kind of doing my own thing, which is, I think, often where we find ourselves.
1: And don't and and I've I've been guilty of this um, for uh, you know before and for a long time. Don't over intellectualize uh, scripture because this information is gifted to you by a being who is outside of you and that's real yeah and so you're not reading this and understanding it cuz you're awesome and i mean it's it sounds ridiculous but we do that we no, we, we read the yeah. bible and we we've been saying it everybody said it We read the Bible and we try to understand it. And that is not how understanding happens. Um, You don't understand God by trying to understand him, right? God reveals himself to you. And so incorporate prayer um, into your Bible reading time. Incorporate worship into your Bible reading time. Um, Don't forget that you are communing with with an actual being. And that it is, it is the spirit of God within you that convicts you to all truth and leads you into understanding. That's right. It is not your intellect. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to approach scripture like that. That's yeah. part of it being the ecclesiastical text, right? Yeah. That it's different. This isn't a book. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get the Holy Spirit goosebumps that I got every time. Like, no, that's not how that works. That's not how
1: Job works. <laughs> but that's not how that works right right Right.
0: the holy spirit is working in you from from the moment that you were saved by god's grace right um and and don't think otherwise and and so and when we intellectualize we're yeah oftentimes and sometimes there can be intellectualism that's from God. That too right? is a gift. Yeah. For, Which is a it, gift. You know, that that's Absolutely. not there. Not. Yeah, because the special revealing, right? And there it is. Um, but yeah, but that's oftentimes it's like, oh, I need to feel a certain feeling. Um, no, you need to read the words. That's right. <laughs> and know that sanctification is happening.
1: It is happening <clears throat> and it hurts.
0: Sometimes. Sometimes.
1: This is tough, guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is a hard thing that you must do.
0: Yeah. But but it's, and it's, sometimes it's a daily struggle and sometimes it's a, it's a, just a huge, I don't know, uh, enjoyment and celebration and relief. relief, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it will, it will follow all of those seasons that you've probably already experienced, you know, um, if you're human for longer than a year and you can recollect, uh, right. Um, yeah but it, this is it, uh, to me worship scripture prayer the most important pieces of our lives as christians yes um and on that you you brought up prayer um prayer is next stand by to stand by
1: the lord's prayer Yeah. we'll go we'll the too. lord's prayer
0: <laughs> this has been Ben Break, Burn and Blow. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ben Break, Burn and Blow with Josiah Dyer and me, Aaron Guyette. We challenge you: disciple in Christ, sharpen your swords, love your wives, and catechize your kids.